Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Davey Hudson. Thank you for joining me today. On this week's show, we are going to dive into the question everyone is concerned about, the quarterback situation for the Tennessee Titans, and we'll also get into our first edition of the Titan Up Mailbag. But before we get started, I want to ask, do you believe in our Titans? Because I know I do. And as always, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate Believe in Titans on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us online at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. It's B-L-E-A-V Podcast. And you can find me, Davey Hudson, on Twitter, Instagram, at Davey underscore Hudson. That's D-A-V-E-Y underscore Hudson, H-U-D-S-O-N. And to give you a quick rundown of the three things you need to know that have happened for the Tennessee Titans this week. Yesterday, the Tennessee Titans agreed to a one-year contract extension with outside linebacker Reggie Gilbert. Gilbert was set to be an exclusive rights-free agent later this month, and he's now officially under contract for 2020. If you'll remember, Gilbert joined the Titans this past August in a trade with the Green Bay Packers. As far as Gilbert in 2019, he played in 11 games for the Titans with five starts, and he recorded 24 tackles, seven quarterback pressures, and a sack. Gilbert's one of those players that look to make the 53-man roster, but it's always nice to have depth at the edge position. So he joins wide receiver Cameron Batson and tight end Anthony Ferkser as the Titans to have signed one-year extensions so far this offseason. The next piece of news that is going to be something to keep an eye on for the Titans is that the NFLPA and the NFL Management Council, they have agreed that the franchise tag and the transition tag deadline will be extended to Monday, March 16th at 11.59.59 a.m. So what that means is free agency ultimately begins one second later once that deadline is passed. We talked last week about the proposed collective bargaining agreement and whether or not that will go through and how that will affect whether teams have both a franchise tag and a transition tag or just a franchise tag. And our final update is in regards to the devastating tornadoes that that swept through Middle Tennessee, including the greater Nashville area. And Titans owner Amy Adams Shrunk has donated $1 million to the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. And it was also nice to see that the AFC South sister organizations, the Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, and Indianapolis Colts have gone in together uh, to donate $100,000 to help the relief efforts for the families and victims affected by those tornadoes. And if you wish to donate, you can go online to redcross.org, the American Red Cross. But it's nice to see that Miss Amy and other organizations within the NFL are stepping up to help make a difference. And as we transition from the three things you need to know about the Titans this week, we're going to dive into our main story. And I know we talked about it last week, 
but there is a little bit more information that has come out in regards to what the Titans are planning to do at the quarterback position moving forward. I, I would like to first begin this by saying I've never seen the Titans gain as much press from the media as they have recently in regards to the possibility of Tom Brady signing with the Tennessee Titans. Now, even though I say this, most of this conversation right here is going to be focused around Ryan Tannehill because it looks as though that is where the organization is leaning at this time. ESPN's Diana Russini went on Get Up yesterday and talked about the quarterback situation and based off what she is hearing from people within the organization, she believes that the Titans have set their focus on signing Ryan Tannehill to a long-term deal. And she mentioned that they flirted with the idea of Tom Brady, but ultimately Tannehill is the guy they want to sign long-term. Diana also said she expects that if the Titans are unable to get a long-term deal done with Ryan Tannehill, they will use a tag on him as they are likely looking to pay Derrick Henry. And Ian Rappaport on NFL Total Access had this to say as it relates to the Titans and their focus on quarterback Ryan Tannehill. My understanding is right now they are focused on getting Ryan Ryan Tannehill done. They have had negotiations on a long-term extension for Tannehill. Really not a surprise. They've done it uh, probably since the Combine at the very least. Their focus right now is on retaining their own players. If it doesn't happen, perhaps the Titans will regroup. But no doubt, that is where they're looking. And you see the tweets from Ryan Tannehill still very much connected with Nashville. Certainly uh, in the event of their tragedy there, he wants to be there. And it sounds like the team wants to be there as well. And I I made my, my position clear on this last week. I am in the camp that the Titans should look to sign Ryan Tannehill as compared to Tom Brady. And that is what everyone's waiting to see what does happen with Tom Brady and New England And the other day, Titans rookie wide receiver A.J. Brown, while appearing on Sirius XM NFL Radio, was asked about the quarterback situation in Tennessee, and he had this to say, of course we want Ryan back. I've got chemistry with him already. Going into year two, I feel like it'll grow more. If things don't go as planned and we get Tom Brady or whatever, who wouldn't want to play with Tom Brady? He knows how to do it. He's won Super Bowls. I really want to be around him. Even if I don't play with him, I just want to sit down and have a conversation with him. Try to pick his brain and see how he does things. If we're fortunate enough to get Tom Brady this year, it would be insane. A.J. Brown took to Twitter after the interview and said, emphasize the part about Ryan being my quarterback. But after a breakout rookie season, the Titans are expecting A.J. Brown to be their number one go-to guy moving forward and expect him to make a big jump from year one to year two. And obviously a lot of that will have to do with the quarterback playing for the Tennessee Titans. So that is the latest as it relates to the quarterback situation. Hopefully we will have an answer sooner or later on if the Titans are able to sign Ryan Tannehill to a long-term deal. Now we're going to switch things up and go to our first ever Titan Up mailbag. Each week we're going to go to you, our listeners, and see what what you're curious to know about for the Titans as we head into the 2020 season. Our first question comes from TK. And TK has to say, Davey, I was curious what your thoughts are on the Titans and what they're going to do in the secondary 
with Logan Ryan and LaShawn Sims hitting the market. How do you think everything will shake out in the secondary? Thank you for writing in, TK. It's really going to be interesting what the Titans do with their secondary. If you look at some of the changes that are going to be coming before we even dive into the player personnel, Dean Pease is retiring. He's been with the Titans defense the last two years. Outside of Dean Pease retiring, the Titans secondary coach, Kerry Coombs, has taken the defensive coordinator position with Ohio State. So there's definitely going to be some shakeup. It is looking as though the Titans do not plan to hire a defensive coordinator and they're going to roll with Mike Vrabel calling the shots. I'm not exactly a big fan of that. Uh, That's something I'll dive into later on this offseason. But the new secondaries coach is Anthony Midget. Anthony Midget worked with Mike Vrabel during his time in Houston, and he was the defensive backs coach for the last two years for the Texans. So obviously coming to Tennessee, he is familiar with an AFC South rival. I think that could affect what the Titans do completely because, I mean, if you're looking at who P- who Dean Pease and Kerry Coombs liked at that position, uh, you know, that that's one area where I thought the Titans had a really good, a good gr- grasp obviously with Kevin Byard and Kenny Vaccaro at your safety positions. I felt great about that. But when you're looking at playing Logan Ryan, uh, Dory Jackson, and Malcolm Butler, I know Butler struggled there early on as his time as a Titan, but before he suffered his season-ending injury this past year, he had really elevated his play. I know Logan Ryan... I, I expect Butler to be back. Um, Logan Ryan, obviously being a free agent, I don't know if the Titans will have enough money to bring him back, but I do th- I do really like his style of play. I thought when you're looking at your cornerbacks over the last couple of years, he was the most consistent, and his presence is not something that can be overlooked. I think he will be missed. Uh, what the Titans do there... I do not expect him back on the roster next year, even though I'd like to see that be the case. But he did just finish a three-year, $30 million contract. And just based off where the Titans are at financially, everywhere else, I just cannot see them right now looking to bring back Logan. LaShawn Sims, also an unrestricted free agent. Titans have had him on a very cheap deal. Uh, when you when you look, break down his contract, he is coming off of a four-year, $2.5 million deal. And so having him really being able to fill in has really helped you step up in times. Uh, uh, the moment of LaShawn Sims' tenure with the Titans that I will never forget is him picking off Tom Savage and before the play, video surfaced of... Texans defensive end Jadavion Clowney saying we're going to expose you as Sims lined up against DeAndre Hopkins. Sims got the interception and Clowney just had the most dumbfounded look on his face and it brought pure joy to my soul just watching that look of my gosh. They just got us on that one. But the Titans, I expect them to go. I, I think they'll take a cornerback within the first three rounds of the NFL draft. I don't really... It's just so hard to speculate right now with what the Titans are looking to do in the free agent market. Um, again, like 
I think they're going to go after, I, I just mentioned Jadavion Clowney. I honestly think they're going to go after him very hard. Uh, they'll be willing to pay him a lot of money. Uh, that pass rushing position is something that the Titans desperately need that did hinder them late in the season, not being able to get pressure on the quarterback. So what they decide to do, I I expect them to go with a, a cornerback within the first three rounds of the draft. I'm curious if they even have talks with Logan about trying to bring him back again. I don't know how the money would exactly work out for what he would probably get on the market and going to play elsewhere. But Adoree Jackson will be back. And Malcolm Butler, I also expect to be back. Malcolm would not become a unrestricted free agent until 2023 after signing a five-year deal worth a little over $61 million. But he's not a person I expect for them to cut uh, just as a cap casualty. I would expect LaShawn Sims to get an offer from the Titans, and you could see uh, Monty Hooker uh, coming down and playing more at the cornerback position just as you're trying to fill in needs. But you will be seeing some new names at the cornerback position for the Titans this coming season. And as it relates to Dory Jackson, uh, the Titans, uh, this offseason is actually whenever they'll determine whether or not they want to pick up his fifth-year option. Adoree and Corey Davis were both first-round picks in 2017. And with the first-round pick, that does carry the option to have the fifth-year option available. And as of right now, I expect that the Titans will be accepting both Davis and Jackson's fifth-year option. And the last question we'll get to this week on the Titan Up Mailbag I sent him from Ben in Dallas. Ben says, Davey, enjoy the show. But if I'm being honest, I have to disagree with your take on taking Ryan Tannehill over Tom Brady. Tom Brady has won, and I feel gives us the best opportunity to win now. What am I missing? Ben, thank you for the submission. Here's my thing. Even though I know Tom Brady is a great quarterback, a lot of people will argue he is the greatest of all time. Tom Brady will be 43 years old by the time this season starts. You effectively have one year with Tom Brady to win it all. I said it last week, the oldest quarterback to ever win a playoff game. That was at the age of 41. Granted, it was Tom Brady. I'm a lot higher on Ryan Tannehill simply because it gives you a chance to build for the future. You're not just giving yourself a one-year window at the quarterback position. And with Tannehill... He's still relatively young and can play in this offense for years to come. Whereas Tom Brady, you're likely looking at a two-year deal, but after next year, he's going to retire. And the big thing for me, I'm huge on chemistry. I mean, A.J. Brown even mentioned it during his talks of the quarterback conversation. You know, I've got chemistry with Ryan. Just think, Ryan Tannehill, all last year, he didn't get first-team reps until really week seven. So that entire offseason, he's just working with the backups. If you give him an entire offseason taking first-team reps, having a year to work with his top options, not to mention having a full offseason with Arthur Smith, who will now have had a full year under his belt as an offensive coordinator, I just think it would be dumb to try and 
and disrupt that that process whenever you saw that, hey, you guys made it, we made it to the AFC Championship game. So it's like, even if we take Tom Brady, granted, this is kind of a built-in argument for people like me, but if we take Tom Brady, if you don't at least get to the AFC Championship game, it's a failure. And I do feel like with where the Titans are at, with their roster situation, they're set up just to go back to that, to at least get back to that same position with Ryan Tannehill. Especially when you're looking at the AFC South, I don't expect the, definitely don't expect the Jaguars to be in contention there. I don't expect the Colts to be able to make that next move. They're going to go out and probably try to get them another quarterback, but I, I think they're still a ways away. Obviously, the Houston Texans, they're reigning AFC South champions, but I mean, you went toe to toe with them whenever they had all their starters in. So I just think giving Ryan Tannehill more opportunities with this offense will pay off for the long term. I don't think Brady has the same zip on the ball that he did in the past, and he definitely doesn't have the athleticism that Tannehill does. But I'm just looking at it as a chance to build over the long term versus with Tom Brady, you got this year and that's it. Had a couple of other mailbag questions I'll try to get to next week, but due to time, I'm not going to be able to get to those. But I do appreciate you all sending them in. You can DM me at Davey underscore Hudson on Twitter, or you can send them to my email, dehudson11 at gmail.com. I really do appreciate the submissions, and I look forward to reading your all's questions. Well, that is going to do it for us for this episode of Believe in Titans. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. New episodes drop every Wednesday at noon. Thank you for listening. This is Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Davey Hudson. I will talk with you next week. And as always, tighten up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.